Tyler, Flake International Playboy and Scandalous Socialite Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery Bevin Hansen. Bevin? That's his middle name. Oh, okay, cool. And this is the <laughs> franchise. And today we're covering a new series, a new franchise. You guessed it, A Christmas Prince. Yes. <laughs> At long last, we're at our Christmas episode season, and I'm so excited for it. It's not Home Alone. It's not Santa Claus. It is The Christmas Prince, one of the true holiday movies. It's not every Grinch. Not every Grinch? Like the great Grinch cinematic universe? Is that what you're saying? Well, you, you know, like they have the, the, the original Grinch, and they have Jim Carrey's Grinch, and they have Ooh. that new Minions Grinch. <laughs> It's just the minions. It's like not. It's it's not because it's the same studio. It's just literally the minions in it. We should have been. Well, I wouldn't put it past them. Come on. We should have, in hindsight, just done like all of the versions of a Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good too. Oh God, we get to the other one with Jim Carrey and it'd be horrible. <laughs> Speaking of which, I just watched that. But anyways, with us today once again, you all know her as everyone's favorite guest, Grayson Hansen. It is me. Hello. Everyone's favorite guest. Yay! I'm here. I'm in your home once more. Not since Legally Blonde have you invaded everybody's homes. I'm I'm just happy to be here. Much like Amber in this movie, you come in without their permission. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) You commit international crimes. I was saying that I'm going to talk about this movie like it's actually something that happened to me. Yeah, good. (laughs) Can't wait. I, uh, I'm very glad that I got your uh, title right because otherwise, so I wouldn't get my head or other part of my body lopped off. <laughs> what she just looked at it was like, she's like, what does they go? Emily. And she goes, penis. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. Or when, uh, the Christmas prince himself tells the kids to kill the snowman by yeah. firing squad he orders a royal execution <laughs> by a firing squad oh, it's really okay. scary here's the issue i've seen this movie like four times now and uh-huh. i can't seem to commit it to memory i think it's because i just i i don't want to talk about it and <laughs> why are you here I, well because i want to experience the christmas prince but for some reason, I like can't commit it to memory. When Connery was like, "Penis," I was like, "Why is he saying that? Why did Tyler say I'm gonna get somebody's limb cut off?" And I was like, "Oh right, the snowman. Okay, I'm catching up now." You watched it a week ago. Yeah, but I've this is like my fourth viewing of a Christmas Prince. I was gonna say, yeah, it's a pretty ephemeral piece of cinema. Yeah, like this. I had to watch it again this morning to take notes because it's hard to commit it to memory. It is. It is. I I just wanted to have all the big plot points down for us to follow it to the T. I have Amber's notes on my phone, so I'm sure yeah. I'll be just as certain of what's happening as she is. <laughs> Look, all you need to know about is Rudy and Rudy's diner and your set. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Having a Christmas corn dog and <laughs> just living the life. He's like, hey, sweetheart, why don't you have a New York accent? Like your pa. Like your pa. You know, whenever I'm struggling with hard times, I just think to myself, what would your mom want? Have a corn dog. What would your mom want? She'd want the Christmas chili. <laughs> She'd want the Christmas, the five-along Christmas chili. We'll have massive diarrhea Christmas morning. We'll have a fantastic time. That's like when we had food poisoning. No, we had the 24-hour flu on mm, Christmas. Love yeah. that for us. We had uh, Rafi's, this uh, Mediterranean restaurant. And are they in LA? They yeah. are in LA. <laughs> and 
Oh, it wasn't their fault because we 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 first blamed them, but yeah. then we learned it was our cousins, who, our little cousins, who were sick. And after seeing them and us eating this wonderful Mediterranean feast, we got so so sick during Christmas Eve mass. Connery hurled at church. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm just glad it wasn't Rafi's fault because he was actually going to be the next guest and it was going to be kind of awkward. Oh, yeah, okay. well, yeah. It's okay, Rafi. You're, you're safe for now. I, we still haven't gone back. <laughs> He's going to bring his banana phone over and everything. <laughs> okay, so how does this movie begin? We meet, we meet Wait, Amber. <laughs> we first got to like, our little get to know you oh, and we go wildly I, off track. Sorry. I'm sorry okay. to interrupt, Grayson. I know we're all very excited to talk about A Christmas Prince. and I can't wait. Um, it's a... It's, uh, it's very precise procedural efforts in terms of journalism, but <laughs> before we get to that, let's just talk about a little bit of what's new with everybody. Is there anything that you've been watching or reading or seeing or listening to that you'd like to recommend? Jose, turn that down! I can hear it from up here! <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jose's downstairs watching A Christmas Prince right now, right? Yeah. He's catching up. He's catching up. He's so watching. We just heard a big, booming, what's an iconic line from this movie? Oh, yeah. There's so many. Um, <laughs> like when the boss, she's talking to her boss in the beginning. He's just like, um, not now. Like, leave me alone. That's a really good line. <laughs> or perhaps jellied meats, miss? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that, where her mouth doesn't even move. It's just a close-up and they, like, just insert dialogue in post. <laughs> I'm reading The Rules of Magic which is a part of the practical magic universe universe. Yeah. There's like, I think like four or five books. How's the rules of magic? Cause I, all I remember from practical magic is that they're all just like, they're witchy and they're drinking margs together. I like, that Oh scene. yeah. They just reciting Grayson's life back to her. It's my, <laughs> it's my personal vibe is practical magic. Um, I've been told I look like both Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock, and they look nothing alike, so that's amazing to me. Um, I like how you both compare yourself to both two beautiful women. Like, I've been told I look like these two beautiful women. <laughs> but they look nothing and alike, so how it. could I look like them? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that doesn't make sense for them to look nothing alike, and yet people tell me I look like, so it just doesn't make sense. Any yeah. hoozles. But Tyler agrees. Tyler agrees. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. Sense. I was just gonna say the poster for Practical Magic. It's both Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock, but they looks like yeah. they're like a two headed creature. Yeah, they're so close to each other. So it's like you could be both. <laughs> yeah. So that's confusing. But about the plot of Practical Magic, it's really fantastic. And Practical Magic is actually the ending of the series, oh. technically. So everything else in that universe is like prequel stuff was practical magic written first i think so i think it was but practical magic kind of includes itself in this humongous lore where they're like dating back to the salem witch trials and here's this movie set in modern day so it definitely lends itself well to allow for a lot of prequel doesn't one of them also own like a soap store or something is that a different movie no, yeah, she has, like, a little apothecary. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is what I remember. Uh, what about you, Kari? I just finished watching The Undoing with featuring Ooh. Hugh Grant and, ironically enough, Nicole Kidman. Ah! It's a fun mystery. It's interesting. It keeps you guessing, which is good. I thought it was, like, three different people throughout the entire mystery, and then 
it ends and you're like, oh, of course. It was the meddling kids all along. It was, the med- it was Shaggy. And it was Shaggy. Was who killed that lady. Oh, Scoob. Yeah, I heard it like wraps up really fast and weird. Is that true? Or did, were you satisfied or, or what? I was I was fine with it. You know, I there was a couple episodes where I was like, this is filler. They could go away in favor of it wrapping up faster. But it, for the most part, I felt like it ended fine. I'm not, I'm not going to say or talk too much about it in detail as I'm prone to do and ruin <laughs> the TV show. But yeah. <laughs> no, it's full on spoilers, Connor. Yeah, you full give on. full on spoilers. Exactly. So I'm, I'm trying to be better at that these days, despite we all should... of our friends coming on here and saying, oh, Connery ruined it. He ruined it again. <laughs> we should have a segment where you say spoilers for a movie, but you don't say what movie it is and the audience has to guess. That sounds pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Connery's like, the detective is dead. <laughs> the detective is dead. Um, detective Pikachu? <laughs> no, the detective is dead, not dad. <laughs> oh. Tyler, what's been new with you, my dude? Well, I was just going to say, I think I need to get into limited series, because like, whenever I see that, like, I thought Queen's Gambit was a show, like there was going to be a few seasons, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a limited series? Yeah. Like, thank God. Like, <laughs> I think I'll actually watch this just because I like most shows. They just go on too long for me. So I feel that. It's like six episodes, right? It's not even that super long. Yeah, I really liked that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Not too much new with me. I would definitely suggest Krampus, the movie, if, if anybody hasn't seen it. I saw it for the first time the other week. Uh, past and future guest Alyssa Antern O'Neill suggested it, and it's a really good time, and I really like the idea of, like, horror Christmas movies. I feel like there should be a, a few more of those. I thought it was a comedy. But, it's a horror movie? Uh, I mean, it's, I would say it's mostly a horror movie, but it's also very funny. Okay, cool. So hmm. I remember both. the Halloween Horror Nights uh, maze, and I loved that one. I thought it was so cool. It was my favorite maze of the whole bunch. Yeah, I still haven't gone to Halloween Horror Nights, I think, ever. So, I think that's oh. one of my resolutions whenever, uh, <laughs> Whenever COVID's over, at some point, I want to go on Halloween Horror Nights and go on all the mazes and stuff. Yeah, good. That'll be fun. I think that would stress me out. It probably yeah. would stress you out. Guys. That's why I haven't gone this whole time. I'm like, I don't want to pay like $80 to be scared. <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's kind of the whole point, I guess. I don't want to pay money to feel more stressed than I do just existing. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler, what have you been doing, man? Um, that's it. Just watch Krampus. Um, I'm playing Star Wars Episode One Racer on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh, one of the masterpieces. That's about it. It's just a remastered Nintendo 64 game, so it looks like butt, but it looks better than it did <laughs> then, I guess. Yeah. That's about it. Speaking of paying money to be scared and make your life worse, how about you pay $0 and use your friend's Netflix account to watch A Christmas Prince and have hey. a pleasant time? Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's wholesome in its own special way, right? It's just enough scandal and drama while I mean, you still feel comfortable. I'm going to con- I'm going to watch it again. Again? Oh yeah, next year. Why don't you just watch the second one and the third one? Um, no. You don't want to see where the story goes? You just, you just want to be content with that kiss in the snow on New Year's and that's it? Yeah, I think so. You want to relive the girl who, like, definitely shouldn't be going down on a sled um, year, in, year after year? Year after year. The terror. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. From here on out, I'm going to start talking about the Christmas prince like it happened to me. Okay, Grayson. So yes. you were telling me that you were working at this sleazy 
newspaper place. Yep. And you always have to re- do rewrites of this one guy's work. And Hate he's him. just so ta- not talented, and you're super talented. Uh-huh. At my journalism degree that I did, in fact, get in New York. Go mm-hmm. on. Yes. And, the, and you're, you were a blonde woman at the time. And yes. Perfect. Uh-huh. This all happened to me. Yes, it happened to you. And you were, of course, talking to your two nameless friends. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Nameless and namesy. <laughs> nameless, <laughs> nameless friends in thankless roles. Yes. <laughs> and uh, your drunk boss called you into the office and said, hey, I need you to... Go to Genovia. Go to Genovia. <laughs> Aldovia. Aldovia, Genovia. It's, it's very different from Genovia, please. Yeah. <laughs> They're both castly places that was ruled by a small Wait, monarchy. No, when Princess Diaries is one, I want to be on that one because I love Princess Ooh. Diaries. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I only saw the okay. first one, but I do like it. Oh my god, Princess Diaries is fantastic. Princess Diaries oh. 2 is actually pretty good. Oh my god, yeah, no, they're both fantastic. Mm-hmm. I like the butler a lot in the first Ugh. one. He's great. I love him. Oh, I and her friend. A woman for some reason. Are you thinking, but I think he's thinking of Joe, the social, sec- not social security. Oh, the security guard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not the butler. She, he's He, like, drives a limo. Right, yeah. 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 Chauffeur, and, like, him and, like, Julie Andrews have this, like, passionate right. love affair. Yeah. Passionate <laughs> love affair. I like that. I like him a lot, except for that one part in the movie when he's, like, driving around San Francisco, and he's, like, he basically says something like, this town's full of freaks. <laughs> like, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> Jesus. He only says that because he's insecure. Yeah, he's that's a little true. embarrassed. Yeah. But uh, what what else happened in this movie, Tyler? What, what else what, happened in a Christmas that really Prince? Really stuck out to you. Well, this Christmas Prince. This movie begins with a large, long montage of uh, New York in winter and Christmas time. It and, did uh, tug at my heartstrings. Yeah, because well, because you lived there for a while. I miss it. Did you have any uh, Christmases in New York, Grayson? I did. I had four. You came home wow. for Christmas every year. Yeah, but I still had like Christmas season. I went yeah. to yeah. like the tree lighting. Mm-hmm. I've been. I auditioned at Radio City. That's right, you and Alex, um, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what other Christmassy things? I've been ice skating in New York. That's about. Oh, oh, and like seeing the like Macy's windows is so fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's in a Christmas Prince. You see the like store windows. I don't think they show you that it's Macy's though. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Saks Fifth Avenue because I I don't think they do that anymore, but yeah, it's very Christmas in New York and then you cry because it's magical. It's very romantic. I've never spent like winter there. I've only had Christmas in L.A. and I hear New York's like a magical city for Christmas time. It's so pretty. <laughs> the beginning of this movie definitely gets you in in Christmas vibes. Mm-hmm. Being in New York, despite there being like a very obvious snow filter on every single shot, <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, and how empty the streets are for some reason. The streets are desolate in New Year's, and I'm like, that is not a thing. <laughs> Everyone went home to not New York. Everyone went <laughs> yeah. home to eat corn dogs at her dad's diner. <laughs> I like felt bad for him. He's like, I'll be alone, sweetheart. Go ahead. What was that thing you said while we were watching? You were like. I'll just go visit your mother's grave. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> and then he goes to uh, he goes to the cemetery, and Peter Parker's there looking at his like family's graves. And like, oh, there. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it's like um, that scene from Rent. Yeah, it's yeah. like that scene from what Rent. What happened to Benny? What, what happened, happened to his heart? heart? Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Is that the scene from Rent where they go rent, 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 rent? It is. It's the scene in Rent. It's right after. Stop. It is right really? after that scene, yes. 
Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of uh, like, how did I get we get here? What the hell? Pan left. That, that's after the funeral, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, that's Christmas Eve last. What's year. the song they sing during the funeral? Where, where like we we knew that thing like the back of our hand. Like we played like six different parts. It's it's like right after. Goodbye, they, love. Yeah, goodbye, love. That one. But that's not around yeah. Christmas. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if I officially said this, but it should be apparent by now that Connery and Grayson are siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They know I that. I think it's pretty obvious by this point. Um, <laughs> all I remember from Rent, really, like that that really sticks in my... I mean, I'm sorry if that sounds like blasphemy, but uh, just Adina Menzel's art performance is just... Amen. <laughs> Goals, honestly. It's, yeah, exactly. All you have to do is jump over the moon. And that's what I would like to tell Amber in A Christmas Prince, mm-hmm. is jump over the moon and land in Aldovia... And land yourself a Christmas prince. If you lie enough, you can land yourself a Christmas prince. Have yourself a Merry Christmas prince. Exactly. So what happens next in this movie? She gets there. Um, well, before she gets there, her boss is like, like you said, with your personal experience, she's just like, you got to go report <laughs> right, on right. the Christmas prince. You got to report on him. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a bunch of different like, magazine spreads on him already yeah and her and, uh, boss is from like 1937 the way she talks <laughs> yeah. she's like yeah see you gotta give me the scoop on this skinny <laughs> yeah, she's wearing a pinstripe suit and she almost shoots her with a tommy gun <laughs> she's like you got spunk kid now go hit the you got road spunk and moxie <laughs> don't ever combine the two they're very dangerous together <laughs> don't cross the spunk beams the moxie beams <laughs> <laughs> it's like ghostbusters yeah um there's several magazine spreads and the third one i could have sworn was something demented but it wasn't um (laughs) it's it's when it says prince richard goes rogue in the caribbean and uh, i thought it was a boat capsizing but it was actually him like wind sailing and it's just you thought he like went rogue and like sunk a boat (laughs) yeah he was just on it the picture is just him with like holding a phone and i'm like did he just order an assassination like (laughs) but it wasn't killed off his his older brother who would have succeeded him to the throne that's true you know i thought there was going to be more court intrigue but i guess there's enough for this kind of movie you know (laughs) yeah there's 20 minutes of it there's only mentions of killings and assassinations, not actually any on screen. What I think is very interesting is so this whole time you kind of rely on the Christmas prince's little sister that she's like, he's actually a good person and the media lies. But our first introduction of this guy is him stealing her like her cab. Yeah. And then he acts like she's, she's in, the, in wrong the wrong for, for doing it. Yeah. After when she confronts him, it's like when he says selfish asshole am i it's like yeah you are i mean he, he is want? the christmas prince <laughs> selfish asshole prince he, he he retains that theme throughout this movie of wanting no responsibility and being very selfish yeah yeah i don't know if i'm a big fan of him i don't know uh, if she accepted his proposal frankly what if she just said no on what the, if like, she said empty street in new york she was like no I'm giving you a rose. Goodbye. <laughs> I thought you get the rose, you stay. I don't, I've never seen that show. I don't know. <laughs> uh, American Ninja Warrior? Yeah. yeah, Ninja, yeah. They give you a rose. <laughs> American Ninja Warrior. And that's when you get to be the next American Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> they were entertained, so you get to be a gladiator. And if you beat that, you get to go on Wipeout. 
<laughs> you go on it's just an level. endless stream of like reality evolutions. <laughs> and the last level is American Idol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this is the voice. In the 22nd one, you go back in time and you have to like compete on Fear Factor. It's like a, it just no longer exists. If you lose on any of those, you have to guest on Wheel of Fortune for six weeks straight. <laughs> yeah. You have to confront uh, the a Thanos equivalent of Joe Rogan on Fear Factor. <laughs> okay, so we're there. We're at the palace. Yeah. Yeah, we're there at the palace. Um, there's, okay, I know I'm backtracking still, but. There's another article on him, and it's, like, we paused it. I was watching this with Lily, and um, we paused it to see, like, the subtext. Not subtext, but, like, the text, the under, like, the smaller text underneath the article. And it's, like, somebody didn't even write, like, a sentence. <laughs> but I'll just do this for verbatim. If it's really mundane, I'll cut it out. But this is the whole thing. Please. He has compliment unreserved projecting. Between had observed pretend delight for believe. Do newspaper questions consulted sweetness do? Remark fat set, why are sudden depend change entire wanted? Performed remainder attending led fat residence far. These That's what, what? <laughs> those are just words in any order you want. I think <laughs> the actual I, thing. I think like some like they wrote that in to activate somebody, like Winter Soldier or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's me. I've been activated. Area from unto here on cow. So, um, yeah, so that was a little terrifying. But before she goes to the Christmas holiday prince land, she goes and kisses Rudy, who at that point we don't know is related to her at all. No. Well, she kisses him after she says, thanks, Dad. Oh, right, right. After she says, put it on my tab. And he goes, hey, what do you want with that? Why doesn't she have a New York accent? Because she decided not to have it. Like a lot of people in the Christmas Prince universe, you can decide if you want an accent or not. Right, right. Oh, yeah, like... Does, does the prince have an accent? A little bit. They all have, like, British accents, basically. <laughs> Except one man has a more Russian accent. Right, right. Yeah. It's basically in Britain. I don't know. I don't know what this Aldobie is. I'm assuming it's, a, like, a suffix of Britain. A suffix of Sussex? A suffix uh-huh. of Sussex. Grayson and, and Connery, what do you think of Rudy's look <laughs> in this movie? Oh, I love it. 10 out of 10. He looks great. He works at a diner, obviously. <laughs> you can tell, because he yeah. wears a big apron and, I love it. Um, I, a I'm gonna say red shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Christmas vibes. Bright red shirt. Um, has a nice goatee. He and... could be a manager of a Red Robin. <laughs> I miss Red Robin. I do. Me too. too. Uh, I, I'm gonna give his outfit a 9.5 because I think the only way that would be better because his uh, his aprons already kind of, kind of like Kylo Ren in Last mm. Jedi, where it's just like yes. pants that are really high. Mm. Yeah. So the only way I think his outfit could be better if he didn't have the shirt underneath. So his apron just went above, like, just below his nipples. Yes. And then he didn't wear a shirt. <laughs> now, is this a look you would aspire towards in life? And that's would you, you rate this a 9.5. That makes me think you will wear this outfit at one point. Yeah, sure. If I'm, like, 50 and, like, <laughs> both his look in, in size and in height... Um, I'll definitely do that if I have my own diner called Rudy's Diner. If you turn into an Italian man from New York City. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so we we meet him. We meet Rudy. I honestly forgot his name, Tyler. Thank you for reminding me because it's Rudy. Because, of course, his name's Rudy. But Rudy. 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 I know we're going a little more plotty with this one, but maybe people have seen A Christmas Prince a little little few, uh, a little less than than Batman or something. Yeah. 
But that's okay. Hey, we're just we're getting the play-by-play. Grayson wants to talk all about the Christmas Prince. She's leaned back away from the I'm microphone. I'm really scared. Sometimes I think about it too hard and I get scared. <laughs> Does the Christmas Prince ever come to you in your dreams? <laughs> I wouldn't call them dreams. <laughs> <laughs> He leans over your bed. It's like it's like one of those like he's, nightmare. No, sleep he's paralysis. my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> oh god, he's just like looking against the wall, like away from you in the middle uh-huh. of the night. Sometimes it's Rudy, but that's I feel safe. <laughs> I feel yeah. safe when he's at the foot of your bed, and he says, "You know, sometimes you just need to grow a little bit." He's <laughs> like go. crawling on the ceiling, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> and I go back to sleep. <laughs> He just has like corn dogs in his hands. He's smiling at you. Corn, I have a corn dog fingers just like stuck yeah. into the walls. Yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Aldovia. Yeah, Amber gets her dream. Grayson gets her dream, and she. Gets I get to my go dream. Aldovia, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or shot at least. Every uh-huh. journalist dream, their first Every... shot, um, she's in the car and she's like, hey, do you have any advice? I've never journalized before. And then the British guy's like, oh, hey, hey right, it's fuck off. It's my job now. <laughs> That's basically what happens. He's like, get a new career. Yeah. It's pretty mean. Yeah. And then they get to the press conference and she's the only one who is. You. Um, I'm the only one who's <laughs> smart enough in that room of, of, of boneheads to think to say when will this meeting be rescheduled <laughs> and the press conference man responds with no or no. <laughs> no and then i'm like oh no looks like i have to break in and lie yeah commit international crimes yeah um, I, I like that the whole press junket all the all the journalists are just really rowdy they're just like yes. oh and then, like, something good happens they're like yeah it's like super loud I'm like this is this is nuts like i want to i wish this happened in real life lizzie's on the back of people was like oh, i should expect this from this prince typical behavior they're like yeah, they're... all disapproving moms <laughs> They're really rude to this Christmas prince. King Richard they would are. never do this. For all He'll I never know, be as good Christmas as his father. Prince. Yeah. He's the only Christmas prince I'm aware of, so they should just treasure him for what he is. They should yeah. treasure him for the sweet baby Christmas. <laughs> when he gets to lie down in the manger every year at the end of the Christmas party. <laughs> you know, like, later on when he gets coronated, I'm like, did they really have to do this on Christmas? He made everybody work on Christmas just for, like, he the did. sake of becoming the Christmas Prince. Mm-hmm. He's a tyrant. He's a yeah. despot, and now Amber's going to be one too. I can't wait for the Christmas wedding to be them having to put down the rebellion. <laughs> to quell the uh, resistance. <laughs> exactly. They have to, like, purge the peasants. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and have a beautiful, extravagant wedding all at the same time. <laughs> he definitely does want to marry her, like, after one day of meeting her, after realizing she lied to him the whole time. Yeah, he's like a crazy person. There's there's not a point in this movie where he actually says to her, you lied to me, and that's very upsetting. He's just really, really fine with it. I like Ooh. the part... I might, I, might be, I might be jumping ahead. You know, not no, that far okay. ahead. After the, the interview. But when she meets the little sister, and she's like, oh, I hate all my nannies. And then five <laughs> seconds later, she's like, but I like you. And And she's like, I put frogs in people's things. She keeps a mouse in a fishbowl. I want to know what's up with that. 
That's a weird kid, man. <laughs> she's really mean to everybody, and then she's like sad that like she doesn't have friends and stuff. It's like maybe well, just try try being kind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just poor little rich girl. It's like I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking you're mean. <laughs> I was thinking mean, angry child. <laughs> Apparently, like, there's some debate on the internet, at least from this Distractify article, that the actor playing her is uh, not disabled. Oh, she's mm-hmm. not? Yeah. So, wow. uh, I mean, it's like, the, it's like the kid from Glee, when he was pretending to be disabled. Um, are you talking about Drake from Degrassi? Uh, no, I'm talking about... The kid from Glee. The one with glasses in the wheelchair from Glee. Oh, I don't know. You know, the one with glasses. <laughs> From Glee. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen Glee. I haven't seen Glee. Uh, but anyway, she uh, knocks over a big pot because she gets caught, and then she knocks yeah. over a giant mm-hmm. vase, and she's like, was that expensive? That's the first thing she says. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, let's just say you won't be getting payment for tutoring. In my head, I pretended somebody's ashes was in there. <laughs> King Richard's ashes are in there. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what and- it should have been. Someone just turned on an industrial-sized fan at the same time, and it's just swirling mm-hmm. everywhere. And they're like, oh, God! Oh, no! And they're all comforted, and they're like, he flows around us. He lives inside of us now. <clears throat> so Emily is immediately a big fan of Amber, and she invites her to the Christmas party. Yes, because Amber is disguising herself as her na- or her tutor. Tutor. Yes. Oh! Also, we we left. I I more of I skipped past my favorite part in the movie, when <laughs> Prince Christmas Prince Richard is firing off arrows, and he's doing it from roughly five feet away from the target, <laughs> and he hasn't yet. He's yet to hit a bullseye in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> he is very close to that bullseye. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're really genuinely bad at this. And then the little child, she does it in one go because of course she does. And uh-huh. then Amber almost murders the head ho- head house butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does have a lot of power behind that. Like she does, good, but she can launch that thing. It's definitely something out of Monty Python, though. Like when they, yeah. they shoot, they're like writing the letter in Holy Grail, and then mm-hmm. he shoots the arrow out, and then it comes back and just shoots the guy. Yeah, it just hits him. That's just where he's at. It's definitely that. Um, but the whole subplot with uh, Amber being like a tutor, even though she's not, was very, I realized, very uh, parasite-like. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> In Chicago, Illinois, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it's very parasite. The Christmas Prince himself is a parasite. He just wants to, uh, in a 90-day fiancé fashion, he wants to marry Amber to move to America instead. Oh. That's my theory. And then Jeez. that would be... A good He's 90 a, Day Fiance episode. He wants to that transplant her completely into Aldovia by the end of it, it seems like. He's like, I'll build your dad a diner in Aldovia. You can come back to New York as much as you want. I won't be going, but... <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, we could even pick up the diner. We could pick this one up. It's just like, yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> he's, he's a king. You can do that kind of shit. But there's that other bit. Shoot. I forgot. It doesn't matter. But yeah, she she murders someone, then nearly murders someone, then she goes to a Christmas party. Yeah, and, and she's like, I'm so edgy and don't care because I have on Converse. But then you're also <laughs> like, where are her clothes coming from? Mm-hmm. Because she was at a press conference. She's probably going to stay there for like a week. She showed up, though, with no bags to the press conference. That's a good point. She does say, like, at one point, she's like, oh, how's this dress? It's this or or nothing. Or like sweats. she says, like, Yeah, or sweats, yeah. 
And like, okay, that's like a believable line, I guess. But then how does she get like the Cinderella dress at the end? I don't even remember. Emily gives her a makeover. She basically gets her that dress. Yeah. Emily's a little girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, this checks out. This checks out. All right, okay, okay. Right, Everything is making good. sense. Okay, we meet Simon, who, in Connery's words, is a fancy shithead. <laughs> fancy shithead. <laughs> is that his brother? That's his, his cousin. cousin. Yeah. His cousin, who is wants to abdicate the throne, basically, right? Yeah, he, he wants, wants to steal he it. Wants to take it. Yeah. Richard I don't wants know what to abdicate. I don't know what abdicate means, so that's what I used. But yes, Give he wants to steal the throne. <laughs> And Simon also, he brags about staying in America with the president. The current president at the time is Donald Trump in 2017. <laughs> so he brags about staying at the White House with Donald Trump. And I've written down here, that's Ew. very telling of his character. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe that was like a little in-joke from, the, uh, from yeah. the filmmakers. Yeah. Grayson, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Um, are there any like key points you want to bring up? Well, let's talk about the journalism, actually. There's you just know the journalism what? going would... on throughout this thing. I would love to take a look at her notes really quick. Okay. Her notes, 4.5. This is version 4.5 of these yeah. notes. <laughs> the prince is still reluctant, dash, all caps, why? It's Three more than just nerves. Next bullet point, have to find out. And then, oh, oh I like this one. Fear, insecurity, reclusiveness, warmth, family, independence, values, Oh, ambition. It's like and beat then, poetry. Yeah. <laughs> and then the prince is definitely starting to trust me, but can't seem like I'm prying. I think I'm finally starting to get to know the real prince. So not what I thought. Next <laughs> oh, dot. He's like lame. thought over and over again. Oh, my God. Okay. The next bullet point is the coronation's almost here, but I still don't know the real story. And then the last oh. bullet point is, I have to dig. <laughs> I mean, that's a cliffhanger if I've heard of one. Yeah. She has another version of her um, notes, but that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, that's like the final take on her notes. What just baffles me is girl doesn't get a single quote. Nope. Not, not a sound bite. Nothing. No, that is... I mean, she takes a lot of pictures of that. Super yeah, armor. she takes a lot of creepy pictures. Is that a normal journalism thing to like just yeah. take pictures of people and they're not looking and stuff? Could I write yeah, an article about fine. the Christmas Prince playing the piano romantically to me? What? <laughs> What's so confusing though is she's not taking notes on her subject. She's taking notes on herself. She's like journaling. <laughs> well, that, that's journaling. Well, she's no a wonder journalist. they didn't publish the article. Like. Yeah, they say it's flut, fluff and stupid by the end. And she's like, well, it's the truth. It's like, no, this is like your diary you just handed me and you have a crush on the prince. Yeah, because she's not writing anything about the story. She's writing about what she is feeling and she, her, she's thinking. And that's why she starts a blog. Yeah, so it's just like, that is... Yeah, it's like Julie and Julia, basically. I'm like, where's your hook? Come on. The hook is that she's engaged to the prince now, and she will never have to try ever again in her Don't entire life. Don't bury the lead, sweetheart. <laughs> is, that what, is that what her boss says? No. That sounds like she's like, Don't bury the lead, sweetheart. We need a lead. We need an edge. <laughs> That's my professors you... to me in school. <laughs> you bury Just the kidding. lead one more time, you'll end up back in the soup line. <laughs> you bury the lead one more time, we're going to bury you six feet under. <laughs> Two things that Lily brought up while we were watching um what was the first thing oh about uh her notes and the fact that she looks like she's writing in powerpoint like her notes oh yeah 
She is, totally. And then I zoomed in or whatever, and then it says pages. And it's just like, is this, <laughs> like, what did, what did you write in in school, Grayson? Oh, my God. Like, like a normal human. Oh, just like. <laughs> normal human. No, like docs or, um, honestly, even sometimes just like a piece, like a, like a notebook, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I would use honestly most time most of the time Google Docs and you can just like do it on your phone and then get it on your on your computer. I I don't think I know anybody who has used pages nor PowerPoint <laughs> to take notes in. Who's like the crazy person that's literally just like, ah oh, man, my Microsoft Word is broken. I'll use pages instead because I'm insane. <laughs> What is Pages even part of? Just like I was Mac? honestly trying to think of what does Pages like? What are you supposed to use Pages I for? I think Flippy lives there now. Isn't Pages supposed to be spreadsheets? Probably. I mean, I believe that Amber's character would confuse a spreadsheet device in instead of a like journal making device. I wish we saw her with like a pad and paper. That would make it so much more like, oh, now she's hiding her notes. Like you know, that'd yeah. be so much more edgy. If she had like a little journalist hat and stuff too, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a press on it, and she yeah. wear it while saying she was the tutor. She takes it off really quick when people see her. <laughs> Rip it off and put it in her pocket. Yeah, that's more realistic. That's what I would have wanted. Yeah, I mean, the press are required to wear those silly hats, and yeah. it's for a good reason. Mm-hmm. The second thing that Lily brought up was the song that the Christmas Prince was playing on the piano. She's like, she's like, that's like the most basic song. So, like to to learn, I guess. So it's like we're just talking about if he uh, if if he just was playing hot cross buns in there while she was like <laughs> while she was spying on him. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's playing chopsticks. Do, 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 That's what she do, said do, too. Yeah, she's like, he's like, my father made me play this song every year. <laughs> it's like heart and soul. <laughs> <laughs> At least that'd be cute if she joined in with him. Yeah, that'd be oh, good we stuff. also meet Sophia, his ex-lover, mm-hmm. who ends up marrying his cousin, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Because she never loved the Christmas prince. She just loved the spotlight. She loved his money. Yeah, she oh. just wants power and money, I guess, and oh, to be the she... queen. Yeah, and we'll see in Christmas Prince too if maybe he should have made the choice to make her his queen. Because when the uprising happens, I think Sophia will be much better at quelling it than Amber will. Yeah, well, does she show up again? Have you seen Have you seen the sequels, Connery? No. Oh, so none <laughs> of us have. Yeah, so we're going in blind for the rest of this. Excellent. I like when the prime minister is like talking to the queen or somebody at that party and he's just speaking as loudly as possible. <laughs> Some of us just speak loudly normally. Yeah, I know, but it's just like he has court intrigue and he's like, I heard he has his doubts about being king. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me. So what? <laughs> so what? There's nothing wrong with that. My secrets don't get stolen. <laughs> My secrets don't get stolen. <laughs> Nothing I've said has ever been used against me. <laughs> what about when the child gets pushed down the sled and she definitely shouldn't be being pushed down a sled and then Amber doesn't yeah. know how to stop a sled and they almost die. Yeah, it's pretty horrifying. I thought originally that she just pushed Emily down that sled alone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen, but it definitely plays into like the weird like it's it's like borderline like offensive probably, you know. <laughs> Where it's just like if you had like a real 
like person who's like handicapped you know it's just like <laughs> would they be like oh yeah this is a normal thing to do like push me down this sled because i need to believe again basically <laughs> i need to believe i'm not a china doll mother but then uh the queen the queen does keep calling it a toboggan or a bobsled and what of which it's neither yeah it's just what a sled. is it Oh, just I think it's just a sled. It's definitely not a bobsled. That's like cool runnings. That's like a whole thing. I think she was just trying to use a fancy word. So basically in this movie, Amber keeps getting closer and closer to the Christmas prince. Mm-hmm. She literally does the trope uh, all romantic comedies do where the former lover kisses the man uh-huh. and the main girl sees it and is sad for, in this movie, probably about two minutes. And then... Richard Talkster, what? One part that I want to talk about really quick that I think we skipped over. Oh, wait, no, here it is. It's in your notes. Good. After Amber is attacked by the wolves, like Beauty and the Beast, (laughs) he takes her to his secret boy cabin. Yeah. He has a bunch of video games in there and, like, old gear. (laughs) I just really couldn't wrap my head around the existence of this, like, private hunting cabin that he has and he's like oh i'm not a playboy would you like some brandy it's an old it's... aldovian cure-all what's in it whiskey mostly like fraser yes and yeah and he it's i i was just so taken aback by his surprise hunting chalet <laughs> chalet you know, I think the only time I've heard the word chalet, because I've never been to a real one, is just sports chalet. Yeah, that's what I want the listeners to be thinking of. I oh, want them to be chalet. thinking of that he brought her to sports chalet. I mean, that's there, basically what it is, right? Like yeah. a bunch of hunting stuff and like fishing equipment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while there, he reveals the secret or his father's journal. And the, the father apparently was the Riddler or stylized himself <laughs> as such. And writes a little clue for the family to discover the clue right yeah this is something i totally glossed over when watching it so like what's happening at this point because i was like distracted there's like a a full minute sequence of like horse shots where like he's riding on a horse and then she's Mm -hmm. riding on a horse and then she gets attacked and then she gets attacked by a wolf and then uh and then he shoots his gun off screen so you don't even see a muzzle flash or anything (laughs) what if he's like shot the wolf could you imagine (laughs) and then he he brings it to eat we're having wolf stew tonight. Father taught me how to make it. Your favorite, Emily. <laughs> I'm not Emily. It's Amber. Oh, right. <laughs> He's just having delusions at this point. They say I shouldn't be king because I'd be the mad king dick. He's basically if the beast was Gaston, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's very apt. That's good. That makes sense. He's the if the beast was Gaston, especially. Oh, my God. Yeah. All of the parallels. And, yeah, when she comes down in her, like, princess dress after Emily gives her the makeover and they dance, right? I think yeah. they dance. Do they dance? Yeah. When does the you're adopted bomb get dropped? Literally at that ball. At, at, that's, the, that's the coronation ball, pretty much. The Christmas Eve party. And <gasps> then Simon and uh, Sophia. Garfunkel. Simon, oh. Gar- Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> No, so the two of them are like now scheming together. Oh right, right, right. Because they okay. don't. Because Sophia wants to get become queen, and Simon wants to become king really, really bad. So like, oh, well, let's try to dig up dirt on this like Amber person. Right. They, and before this, Amber found a secret document hidden away inside her dad, inside Richard's dad's, inside desk. his dead dad's desk, his dead dad's desk, DDD. Uh huh. 
And yeah, it's adoption papers that proves that Richard is in fact adopted. And then Simon and uh, Sophia use that at the coronation. Like, guess what? You're not king material, Richard, because you you're not his son by blood. And Aldovia is a blood only kind of right thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Simon's nearly crowned crowned king. And I think they even expose Amber as being a journalist. Yeah, they do. I remember that. Before um, we uh, get any farther in the plot, I just want to completely derail our natural conversation and uh, yes. do a new segment. No, that's called, the show. Come on, go. Called Someone <laughs> Please Sponsor Us. <laughs> okay, go. Um, this is an uh, addition of a segment that I had in life because uh, past guest Caprice Cassano, who is on our Batman Forever episode, yeah. and Back to the Future Part 3, she got us some Bud Light seltzers. Ooh. And uh, they're all Christmas themed. This one is Ginger Snap. Oh. So uh, in an attempt to get Bud Light to uh, to sponsor us, I'm going to try it on air right now. Ooh, okay. Oh, that was a good snap. A good crisp. Nice and crisp sound. Uh, it's a tall can. It's about the size of a white claw. Only has 100 calories. Uh, I'm seeing I'm seeing some a certain layout design on that can. Can There is a layout. There's like a little Christmas sweater design of the gingerbread man and like a cupcake or like a Mario flower. I can't tell which Uh, one it is. Okay, either way, it's cute. Yeah, super cute. So uh, I'm gonna try it and uh, give my review. I love Bud Light. (laughs) Oh. I've also, uh, just full disclosure, I've been leaving this on the ground for the past, like, half an hour. I know, an hour at this point in the recording. The um, face you made! <laughs> it was so happy, he loves it! Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Connery's just, Connery's it. having a great time, because he can just tell how much I'm enjoying it. It was so, the biggest uh, smile I've ever seen! <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh oh, joy bud, light. <laughs> bud light seltzer ginger snap um please sponsor us uh i'm yeah it's our new segment somebody please sponsor us uh so go check it out at your local store or pharmacy <sighs> what, what, what are we talking about um the red shoes <laughs> I like it when he calls her Sophia, because that's his accent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, and then also there's a speedy wedding that the cousin and the ex mm-hmm. do. Um, Connery, can you explain me this note that just says Bevan? Well, when they crown the Christmas <laughs> prince, they says, and now we do. I do dub thee King Richard Bevan, last name King of Aldovia. Mm, his middle I name see. is Bevan, which I was like, why is his middle name Bevan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Prince Richard. Like, I wish there was more Aldovian, like, not slang, but like, you know, like in Princess Diaries, there's a little bit of like Genovia silliness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a little bit more culture to Aldovia, but it just feels like they just like shot in like Romania, which they did yeah. and then like didn't add anything to it. But this is like shot in Romania, but it's also like a small town in middle America. With the way everyone acts and is. <laughs> what else is next? Well, what basically happens is Amber saves the day. She finds uh-huh. the se- another secret note inside the acorn. Inside the precious acorn gift ornament. Mm-hmm. 
Which was set and up, so it's it's good because it was set up. So it you was. Know. Uh huh. It was pays off. Mm-hmm. Good payoff. Mm-hmm. And her dad helps her get the clue. When she calls Rudy to the airport, he's like, "An acorn can grow into a mighty oak." And, and he's like also speaking in riddles, because apparently that's what dads do in this show. They speak in riddles. I I have a question. For no you more guys. questions, please. No more jests. A, no more questions. Yeah, that's the same scene where he just has like a bunch of baguettes. Yeah. He's just holding a bunch of baguettes on the streets of New York because he really needs them for his diner. Uh I I wanted to ask you guys, in this scene, Amber opens a journal. Yes. Is that her journal or is did she steal her her journal is on pages. So she stole sorry. After after (laughs) like confessing the lie, she stole their dead father's final journal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's like, ah, this isn't that big a deal. It's psychotic because that's not her handwriting. That's like the king's fancy script writing. Tyler's still really enjoying his Bud Light. <sighs> Bud Light Seltzer season. S-Z- 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 I have a couple more flavors that she gave me. So I think each Christmas Prince, I'll try a new one. We'll see how it goes. I like that. That's oh, a good, good idea. I hope, yeah. there's a, I hope there's a royal acorn flavor. <laughs> royal acorn flavor. Oh, yeah, she, she comes back and everything's fine. She fixes everything. They say they're not going to publish her piece. Yeah, because it's just fluff. And yeah. she quits because she's like, I'm going to start a blog because I wasn't a journalist to begin with. Yeah. And, and then yeah. Uh, she doesn't have to do anything with her life because now she's getting married to a prince, apparently. Yeah. But she still wants to do stuff. It's almost like the Bridget Jones moment, you know, where, like, he reads her journal and then she, like, freaks out and, like, chases him, like, through the streets of London in, like, her panties. But that's, like, an iconic moment. And then he's like, oh, I was going to borrow you a new journal, except it's Colin Firth and Colin Firth is literally everything. (laughs) But um, anyway, he is also... Colin Firth is my favorite part of the uh, Robert Zemeckis CG A Christmas Carol. Oh my god, Colin Firth is in that? Who is he in that? <laughs> uh, Scrooge's nephew. You couldn't tell? <gasps> oh my god. I literally love seen it. Colin Firth. I, it's been years, dude. I saw him in theaters once and then never again because I thought the Ghosts of Christmas Present was disturbing. I don't think I saw it. I think they're all just like the, with the, the creepy children that hang out with the ghost as he's like dying, and then like the kids are there and they eat him basically. <laughs> no, I have disturbing. not. The Ghost of Christmas Past is scary too because it's just like a man's face in a candle, and he's just like, "Hello, I'm the Ghost of Christmas Past." Oh my! <laughs> and they're all played by Jim Carrey. And no, uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, and the I Ghost of Christmas I didn't Present laughs a lot, and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's what he does. Um, so then he's waiting for her outside yes. on the barren streets of New York. Before, on our, I just, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I really wow. Okay, take it back. Take wow. Way to derail my, my story. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll, I'll, you, you tell me, sir. I'll, I'll go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to interrupt. No. I, I just wanted to be heard. Say, <laughs> I wanted to feel heard. I was just going to progress the story. What's your What's your point? There's a moment after, after the – I think – Two friend no names uh-huh. are hanging out with Amber at, at the diner, and they're and they're like, "Oh, hey!" After the two these people throw a snowball at the window, 
Yeah. And it lands with a big, like, her splat. And I thought that was so aggressive and unnecessary. <laughs> it was very aggressive. Uh-huh. And then when the Christmas prince does it, it's just like, Jesus, quit doing that. Yeah, it's like, like stop. Like, he saw them do it. He's like, this must be an American custom. And this like, is how you greet people in the Americas. Yeah, I was like, no, it's so aggressive. But the point is, they basically, the two friends, have set Amber up to go on a date with this other guy. And they also have dates for this Christmas thing. For, like, New Year's or whatever. And she's like, no, I'm not going. No, no, no. And then they leave. And it's so funny. He's like, watch them couple up. And then this final dude, just his hands in his pocket, just smiling, going, okay. I guess I'm just the fifth wheel this evening. <laughs> like, I'm just giving, like, a little wave, like, all right, bye. <laughs> Wait, we forgot to mention. Wait. And then she, wait, wait, wait. She goes back with him after he's in the barren streets on New Year's Eve. And then how do they, how do they find out again? Find out what? That he can, in fact, be king. When does that happen? She presents the adoption papers right before Simon's about to be. uh, (gasps) Oh, at their courthouse wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The court just loves that the cousin is the king now. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the. What's it called? They they love that. What's his name? Um, Richard is king now. They hate Simon like aggressively. <laughs> aren't they? They're still uh, clapping for him, aren't they? No, they're just like it's very mild mannered. Like I don't really like nobody's really that jazzed about it. Like the extras, watching, like, yeah, the, the ex- extras aren't really that jazzed about him. There are a lot in this movie. Like I guess yeah, when it does become uh, <laughs> become Christmas Prince Richard or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> There's one guy in the very front in like the court or whatever, and he's just like, like smiling a lot. <laughs> like he smiles. just really likes that this is happening. <laughs> he's having a good time. Um, everyone reacts like when when there's a no, like when they want somebody to say no, just everybody in the court just like, no, like shaking their head like extremely. And I was like, uh, like this, it's 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 part of what we're talking about, Connor, with the Batman movies, where it's like being an extra in movies. <laughs> Yeah. And there's these two guys that are the security guards around this time, and they have big old hats. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. this should have been us. It should have been us. Just put us in movies. Sponsor Give us, us. movies in the background. I My goal in life is to be the two guys in Dumb and Dumber that Jim Carrey goes, big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all we really want out of this podcast. Just put us as a really stupid bit part in a movie. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's I achievable. I think so. But Just, yeah, pretty much the end of the movie is the prince show the prince shows up. The king now shows up. The uh-huh. Christmas King. Ooh, the Christmas King. But that, uh, is the sequel called Christmas King? No, it's called a Christmas wedding. Oh. It's called the Christmas Prince, the Royal Wedding. Uh, well he can't well, be a king. Anymore. Can you be a king without getting married? How does that work? I don't know how that works in Aldovia. Yeah, there's some place mm. where like you marriage legitimizes you to be king or whatever. There is, like, a small indication of more terrifying stuff when, um, like, you know, like I was talking about doing the Genovia thing where it's, like, having a slightly different variation. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. is the country's customs. When, like, the only time they ever do that is when the Christmas prince doesn't understand the word schmaltz. Right. Schmaltz. And then if you just think about it for a while, it's, like, I don't know, possibly terrifying or something. Because it's, like, I, like, is Aldovia the Christmas country like is like why is it called the christmas prince like are I mean, they like the decorations the... i wouldn't say so they put on like a really half-assed display every christmas it looks okay like. i guess you're right yeah because it was just like 
I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just like a cultural barrier thing, but it just. <laughs> I just they only they celebrate like... Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I hope they weren't like enacting religious wars against people the way they talk about like killing snowmen and stuff. It's like they terrifying. probably did. That's an age old tradition when they like squashed <laughs> paganism and like. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're probably right. Yeah, so that, I think that's why he doesn't know that word. But I, I think we cut <laughs> back. I think we cut back to Rudy's diner, and yeah, she, well, she's working there. And uh, I just like that he has some patrons on, it's New Year's Eve at this point, right? Yeah. 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 And it just reminds me of that, two things reminded me of Fraser episodes in this movie, was the uh, the man cave and um, like the cab, winter cabin basically, and then also mm. the uh, diner, because that's like one of the best Fraser episodes when he has, I think it is New Year's, or is it Christmas, or Thanksgiving? He has one of those in a it's- diner. Yeah, there's the Christmas one where they're in, no, no. You're right. It's New Year's because they're trying to travel to like to toast at some fancy place. Yeah, and, but then they end up having to like cross the border to like get to get to California before the New Year's rung in. That one's great. Right. They're like stuck in a diner. They switch RVs. It's great. Yeah, and he's like super shitty about it at first, and then he learns to like respect the common man or something. Oh, like you the know most what? I know. Thing. I know the one you're thinking of. That one is Christmas. I know the one yeah. you're thinking of now. Yeah, that's one like the first or second season. Yeah, that's Bozo yeah. Hair Fraser. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I think that's about it. I have to say about this movie. Um, there's a very glaring sign in Rudy's diner that just says Mexican dishes, and it just like is confusing. It's confusing. Um, he talks about chili and corn dogs. I... Yeah, let's elaborate on that. Let's let's get into that scene. Okay. Grace and thoughts on chili and, and corn dogs. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm glad we covered it. Um, is there anything? Is there anything else that like stuck out to you, uh, Grayson, about this movie? What, like, why you said you've seen it four times? Like, why do you keep coming back to it? Is it just because um, it's very forgettable, or like? Yeah. <laughs> I swear, because I was like, I watched it once. I think with some friends, like a couple years ago. And then I watched it again with Connery at some point. And then I think I watched it, like, again with, like, some other friends who were like, haha, let's watch the, like, you know, cheesy rom-com. And then this year again, before we watched it, I was like, I have no idea what this is about. I have no memory. <laughs> yeah, you're just slowly forgetting more. And then you just, like, start forgetting your own life because you're imprinting on the story and you're telling it in first person now. Literally, like, I think what's happening, it's kind of like Picture of Dorian Gray, except it's like... Oh, God. <laughs> Every Picture time of Christmas I... Prince. Uh-huh. I'm going to, like, walk downstairs and, like, Jose is actually the guy from Christmas Prince. <laughs> <laughs> this your life warps around. You look over me. I'm Simon. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm Rudy. That's all I want to be is Rudy. <laughs> this is like a Cthulian nightmare or something. <laughs> so long story short, I think that's what's happening to me when I watch this movie. <laughs> your life warps around this movie. And it's eating your life. And that's why I'm scared. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I, I talked about everything I wanted to possibly talk about in this movie. Yeah, we really, I mean, I guess we're like out an hour-ish. This movie's only an hour and a half long. Um, yeah. Is there any, I don't think there's anything we could drag out for a half an hour, and nor would it be entertaining, but... Um, <laughs> we could play a game. Okay, do you have a game? Because I don't. What game? Um, part of me wants to try to do that, like, that Santa like phone call thing. 
<laughs> what? I don't know. You can make that. No. Did, did you never listen to like the KC? Was KC one hundred one? Coast one hundred three point five. Every year, this might be more of just story time in general, but I think this Bud Light seltzer is actually even better when it's not cold. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> your faces showed denounced that you definitely prefer a warm Bud Light seltzer. <laughs> it's a little easier to, to go down. Um, <laughs> they play all the Christmas music, but in addition, they do Santa call Santa calls your kid. Have you heard of that? No. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, yes, and <laughs> yes. No, it's a thing. Like this is, this is a real thing. Does he ruin Christmas for everyone? No, Grayson, how about you chime in here? I don't want to. Why? It's so horrifying because well, what happens... <sighs> Excuse it, me. Bud Light <laughs> Seltzer. Um, <laughs> what happens... Gotta like Santa. it. Bud Light <laughs> Seltzer, gotta like it because we're you sponsored now. <laughs> because we asked them to sponsor us. Gotta like it. <laughs> <laughs> so like... You can sign up your kid to be called by Santa, and in theory, that's a really sweet idea because Santa calls, though, A, in the early morning. So in theory, it'd be like when your kid is, like, getting ready for school, you know? (laughs) In the car on the way to school. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, they get a phone call from Santa. But the age range that they do it for is maybe, like, six to, like, Eight? eight at the oldest. But... When you put a six-year-old on the phone, they're never going to be like, Hi, how are you? Oh my god, it's so great to yeah. hear from you, Santa Claus. <laughs> Instead, it's like Santa going like this. Oh! Lean back. So what would you like today, little Julian? I heard you've been a good boy this year. And the kid's just like... Santa. Yes, Julian, it's Santa. I hear you like jelly beans, Julian. Jelly beans. And that's like how the entire conversation (laughs) There's no conversation whatsoever. They're just horrified. Yeah, it's Santa like desperately trying to lead the conversation to something like cute or arable. (laughs) But it's all on the air. So there's just all this dead silence. You're just hearing like this toddler that sometimes be like, Mommy, Mommy. Talk to Santa. Talk to Santa, honey. He He called you. Talk to Santa. Santa. And that's, like, how the entire airtime goes. And they do this for, like, an hour every morning. That sounds like a new podcast. Yeah, aggressive calls with Santa. And sometimes the calls are confrontational, where Santa has to tell a kid, like, now I hear you've been very naughty this year, Emily, that you pull your brother's hair sometimes. That you put mice in your tutor's beds. (laughs) That you swing mice around by its tail as if it's not a living creature. Now that's not nice, your tutor or the mice. Wouldn't you say so, Emily? Papa. <laughs> <laughs> and he does like this aggressive like laugh. That's it's so booming and loud. I hope I pierce people's ears with that like the one I did in the beginning because yeah. it's so loud every time. Alright, well, thank you for sharing story time. I really like this. Uh, You're welcome. It's, it's better than any game we could have come up with, and I like I that. Know, right? So, Grayson, do you want to talk about the evening one with like the like, Jose was talking about earlier, where like the lady, you do like the call things. Oh yeah, when you can like call and like dedicate a song to somebody. Because <laughs> 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 those are also really uncomfortable. Where they'll be like, Brenda, Daniel from Irvine, 
phoned in to tell us that he just loves you so much and you're the center of his goddamn world. <laughs> and here's This Is Christmas. So this is Christmas. <laughs> and again, he wishes also- he didn't have to live in his car anymore because you kicked him out. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like, it's like, it's like, uh-oh. Oh, my phone's 10%. about to die. Well, we're running out of time, but then it'll go like, um, like, what's called? What's name? This one's from Daniel to his lovely, lovely Paulina. He just wants to say that tonight would be really special if he could for once just spend it in your room instead of on the couch. He's really sorry for not feeding <laughs> oh, the <God>. dog. <laughs> and he just wants to be in the same room as you again. So here's Jingle Bell Rock. Like they all just get really, really dark. <laughs> yeah, so you two are like a real life Fodesbean uh, and a Dewey. What did you call me? <laughs> Foes and feed and a dewey. Is he Better known to as... summon something? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Better known as Fode and Bead. They're the, uh, they're the pod racer announcers from Phantom Menace. Of course. Aww. The rejected design for the cover of our podcast. Yeah. Art. Yeah, that we made Grayson draw like eight times and then we're yeah. like, oh, this is terrifying. <laughs> Please. No, <laughs> not you because of your art, terrifying. but because of the I liked it. <laughs> because of the request, not because of your art. <laughs> yeah, geez. You, like, showed it, you showed it to Lily and she was like, this is horrible and scary. <laughs> I don't want this to be the cover of your podcast. But our artwork now is excellent and amazing, and I love it. Thank Grace you, thank mm-hmm. you. I think it, I think it came out cute. It is very cute. Well, since we're on the subject of your your amazing art, Grace, and do you have anything to recommend? Uh, anything to recommend? <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're on the subject of your uh, incredible art, Grace, and do you have anything to plug? <laughs> um. Well, hopefully, sometime in the future, I am wanting to. On the topic of journalism and journaling, mm. I'm creating my own line brand of journals, like bullet journals. So keep your eye out for that. Ooh, like you're making the design? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Because she's a master organizer. Did you <laughs> just draw, uh, uh, illustrate a couple children's books too? I did. I did one a, a while back called Messy Missy. Link to that is um, on my Instagram at Daily Grayson. Uh-huh. G-R-A-C-E-N. Oh, yes, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. We'll put it in the show notes, too, for any uh, six to eight-year-olds you have that um, are messy. Be called by, called, yeah, are messy and uh, were maybe at one time called by Santa on the phone. Exactly. And told mm. to clean their room. <laughs> There is a man in that story that yes. tells the child to clean the room or he'll brick it over. It does happen. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, Connery. There we go. Full there circle. Go. Thank you. Brick? Connery? Oh, brick over the room. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Connery, Connery before a... my phone dies. Okay. Oh, okay. You have to end this quick, Tyler. I know my okay, phone's Connery, dying. Plug. Um, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and also a tabletop role-playing games, you might want to check out Starship and Paula, hosted by me and four other amazing friends. A hundred hours of content waiting for you to devour. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Okay, thanks. I'll slow that down by 25%. And, uh, <laughs> got, got 400, 400 here, 500, 500, uh, 600. Uh, follow me at Tyami Vice on Instagram, T-Y-A-M-I-V-I-C-E. It's like Miami Vice, but with T-Y instead. Uh, wait, no, that's not on Instagram. That's on Twitter. Follow me there on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Franchise Pod. On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
and Instagram. Did I say Instagram? Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com if you have any comments on The Christmas Prince, uh, the first movie, or the trilogy, the great trilogy that apparently has some sort of cinematic universe brewing at Netflix. Mm-hmm. Let us know. <laughs> and Connery's wagging his fingers because uh, the phone is dying. So thank you so much. <laughs> Or he's driving a car. I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, and thank you to Grayson Hansen for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. And stay tuned for next week for A Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding. Yay! Take us home, Tyler. There's no quotes on IMDb for Christmas Prince. Wow. Um, <laughs> so your phone's going to die very soon. Um, I just forgot to mention that the Christmas Prince is a huge jerk to his mother who adopted him because they thought he was a beautiful child and was only theirs. And that's all I have to say. And then he like flips around. He's a, you know. And that is the Krimpus Prince. The Krimpus Prince. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.